Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples Podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emmanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. I'm your host, Pastor Joe Nauman. Uh, you'll notice right away that I'm not joined by our normal co-host, Pastor Neil Radical. Uh, this past Friday, Pastor Radical suffered a heart attack uh, while he was in Eau Claire for the CLC basketball tournament. Uh, so we want to continue to keep Pastor Radical in our prayers. We're very thankful the Lord uh, kept him through this, this heart attack. Uh, he is back home resting now. Uh, so prayers go out to the Radical family, and uh, uh, please continue to lift them all up uh, before the Lord and ask for his guiding and merciful hand in the days to come as he continues to recover. Uh, for a brief devotional thought today, I'd like to think about Psalm 73, verses 25 through 28. Uh, this is a psalm of David, a psalm that, uh, that uh, really speaks to the presence of God in our lives, no matter what difficulties or challenges we may face, and trusting that the Lord is the one who will be a protecting force in our lives. So Psalm 73, verses 25 to 28. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from you shall perish. Put an end to everyone who is unfaithful to you. But for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. As a parent of four young children currently, uh, there is hardly a night goes by that there is not one child or another making their way to my wife in my bed. Uh, whether it be nightmares or bad dreams or we're just waking up in the middle of the night, it is often the case that, uh, that our children find their way to our bed. And I, that's really what that last verse, as we were just reading, reading through that, reminds me of. It says, It is good for me to be near the Lord. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I might tell of all your works. So my children, when they're scared, when they're frightened, they find the bed of their parents as a comforting place, as somewhere where they feel uh, that they are at refuge, where they're protected. Now, it's not like they're any safer from a bad dream in uh, the parents' bed versus in their own bed. But there, it's this emotional comfort that comes from being in the presence of one who you know is able to protect you and does protect you in many different ways. Now, the parents of a children are able to protect their children in certain ways, but ultimately we all know we can't protect our children forever. We can't do everything for them. Eventually we have to let them go and let them make their way out into the, the big, dark, scary world there is. But what David is here saying is that we can always take refuge in the Lord. Why? Well, because the Lord is always with us. No matter where we go, the Lord is with us. And that's what verse 25, Whom have I in heaven but you? Uh, God is the one who is in heaven above, and he is also completely all over the earth. There's nothing else that we should desire besides him because he is the one who gives us the comfort that we need, and he also gives us the strength that we need. Verse 26 there says, My flesh and my heart may fail. You know, all human beings' flesh eventually fails. Every heart eventually stops beating. But it says here that God is the strength of my heart. He's the one who empowers my heart to keep beating. And he says, my, my portion forever. You know, uh, your heart is a special, unique kind of muscle in that it, it beats automatically without you having to think about it. You know, you don't have to sit there and be like, keep beating heart, keep beating heart. 
uh, your heart's just going to keep going anyway. Uh, when that doesn't happen, that's when, when problems happen. But God made it that way so that uh, it's something we don't have to consciously think about. But God is the strength of our heart. He's the one who keeps our hearts beating as long as he wants to. And it's a reminder that our earthly lives will eventually end someday. But God is the strength of our heart. He promises that he will uh, can keep us alive as long as he wishes to. And ultimately that our, uh, our hearts will be raised on that last day and he will bring us to heaven to be with him forever. And that's where it says, he is my portion forever. He is the inheritance that we receive because of the work of Jesus Christ for all eternity. And so those who perish are far from the Lord. Uh, He says, you put an end to everyone who is unfaithful to you. But so let us not be far from God, rather let us be near to God. And the ways we can do that is by studying his word. You know, God reveals to us who he is through the Holy Scriptures. We study the scriptures, whether we're at home, whether we're doing devotions, whether we're uh, uh, singing hymns or songs or spiritual songs, so many different so many different ways that we can draw near to God. And of course, we draw near to God at his church. It's good for us to be near to the Lord here at church by worshiping God together with our fellow Christians, with our fellow believers, um, and making God our refuge and remembering that he's the one that we can lean on. He's the one that we can trust in no matter what. So when you're scared, when you're frightened, when everything else around you seems to fall, about ready to fall apart or crumble, Remember that God is your refuge. God is your strength. Draw near to the Lord. He'll never let you down. He's the strength of your heart. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for your great work in coming to this world to live for us, to die for us, to rise again for us. In taking away our sins, you have won eternal life for us. In giving us your righteousness, you have made reconciled us to God. Thank you for this great gift, Lord Jesus, and help us to continue to trust in that great work, to not rely on our own strength, to not rely on our own flesh, which ultimately will fail, but help us to trust in you, the strength of our heart and our portion forever. We pray these things in your saving name, Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, some weekly updates and reminders. On we Online Midweek Bible Class is still on break because of Lent, uh, so please plan to join us for our Lenten services today. Uh, we are still considering the theme Amazing Grace. It's the 250th anniversary of the writing of that beautiful hymn by John Newton. Uh, so we will be uh, today considering the theme of the man who was born blind in John chapter 9. Pastor Nathaniel Mayhew is coming over from Sleepy Eye, Minnesota to lead us in that study. So we look forward to learning learning about that. Uh, that next week I will be leading the service uh, based on uh, John chapter 4, the account of Jesus and the woman at the well. Really a beautiful account of Jesus interacting with somebody that really he wouldn't, that most people wouldn't have socially interacted with, and he showed great love and compassion to her. So we look forward to studying that with you next week as well. I want to say thank you to our senior class who put on the Red Cross Blood Drive last Friday, uh, the successful event, uh, and we were able to collect quite a few units of blood to help support those who, who need that gift of life. Coming up this Friday, uh, the ILC Tour Choir from Eau Claire, Wisconsin is traveling through the area. They'll be stopping in Eagle Lake uh, at 1.30 in the afternoon. Uh, Pastor George Duman from over there said that we're welcome to invite anybody over there to attend as well. So again, uh, Friday, March 17th at 1.30 p.m. Next weekend is Arts Camp already. Hard to believe that's coming up so fast, but next Friday through Sunday, uh, we are hosting the Arts Camp uh, I believe it's too late to sign up for that, So, uh, but please know that that will be all taking place here on 
the property next weekend, March 24th through the 26th. And then finally, the week after that is Kindergarten Roundup uh, here at Emanuel. If you know of somebody uh, who is cons- uh, in need of kindergarten for next year, please share with them uh, the, um, our school here at Emanuel as an amazing option for kindergartners. Uh, which brings us to our prayer list. We have quite the prayer list this week. This last Saturday, uh, we had a funeral service for Tom Jensen. So we keep Tom Jensen's family in our prayers as they go through this time of suffering and loss. We have a number of cancer patients we've been keeping in our prayers. Uh, Carrie Dale and uh, Norma Carlson, who's beginning uh, radiation treatment fairly soon. Pastor John Hine, I just saw an update from him. It sounds like things are going pretty well for him. Uh, it's, the doctors are in a speaking pretty positively of the treatments he's been receiving. So we thank God for that. Well, we pray for Hope Redland, uh, who is uh, able to return home this last Saturday after quite a long stay in the hospital. We're thankful for that. Uh, on Monday of this week, Joan Strand had hip surgery. The plan was for her to stay one night overnight. I didn't hear how that went yet, but we keep Joan in our prayers. Last Friday, Betty Woolley celebrated her 97th birthday. So happy birthday to Betty Woolley. Uh, May God grant you many more years of health. Uh, We pray on behalf of Daryl Holzinger, who coming up this weekend is going to have a pacemaker replacement surgery done. So pray for that. Uh, We pray for Pastor Bruce Nauman. Pastor uh, Nauman was the pastor in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, but he's accepted the call to serve as the third CLC foreign missionary overseas. He'll be moving to Tanzania and taking up work as a uh, professor there in their seminary. Uh, So he's planning on training men over there so that they can become pastors and in turn go and serve congregations over there. So Bruce is moving over there uh, this month, the month of March. His wife Paula uh, is planning on joining him later on this year. Uh, She works at at UW in Eau Claire, so she'll be uh, staying in Eau Claire to finish the this, this semester off there, and then she'll be joining him overseas. Uh, we keep Wayne and Mavis Anderson in our prayers. Wayne broke his ankle a couple of weeks ago and has been in rehab at, down at Pathstone, and uh, Mavis was diagnosed with breast cancer the day after uh, Wayne broke his ankle, so they kind of had a, a storm come through all at once for them. Um, but uh, Wayne's on the, on the mend, and Mavis is getting treatments for cancer as well, so uh, we're thankful for that and keep them in our prayers. And finally, of course, we pray for Pastor Neil Radical, who this past Sunday suffered that heart attack. Uh, thankfully, uh, he was able to get to the hospital very quickly, and they were able to, to help him out and uh, bring him, get him back home now so he is resting. Uh, we're, hope, we're thankful there is no long-term damage done that we're aware of yet, um, but we continue to uh, pray that he would recover. Obviously, very stressful thing for human body to go through. Which brings us to our wisdom of Solomon's Proverbs today, uh, from Proverbs chapter 31. Uh, we've made it all the way through, uh, so we've been going through this for quite a while now. Uh, going well, week by week, we pick out a couple verses from each chapter. Now we're on the last chapter of Proverbs, Proverbs 31. I selected a couple different verses, uh, verses 10 and 11 and verse 30. Uh, Proverbs 31 really largely speaks, uh, most of Proverbs is uh, written from the perspective of King Solomon, but uh, chapter 31 is written from the perspective of King Lemuel, uh, who wrote this one, and here it's words of wisdom from Lemuel's mother to him about, uh, largely about uh, finding a good wife. And so I'm going to read verses 10 and 11, and we'll also read verse 30. An excellent wife who can find... She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts her, and he will have no lack of gain. And then verse 30 says, 
Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. You know, we live in a day and age where the uh, most important uh, assets of a woman, according to the culture in which we live, is uh, those physical attributes, the, the outward beauty or charm or uh, vainness of a woman, her ability to put on makeup or to uh, look attractive to men. That's in our, the society in which we live, that is, uh, that's what identify, that's how they identify women. So much so that uh, we are now live in a society where <clears throat> men who are able to dress up and wear makeup to look like women are identified as women as well. And many people are fighting that they are just as much women as uh, a woman herself. And what that's really doing is it's taking away it's, it's promoting the secondary attributes of being a woman, <clears throat> which is indeed beauty and, and, and uh, attractiveness. But the primary, duty, primary beauty of a woman is not her outward beauty, but rather, as, as uh, Le- King Lemuel's mother here says, it's uh, the inward beauty. Uh, charm is disfeet- deceitful, beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. What re- is most attractive in a woman is not uh, the outward charm or d- beauty, but it's what's going on in her heart. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And that's what King Lemuel's uh, mother here says, uh, who can find an excellent wife? She is far more precious than jewels. If you can find a wife, and for, the, for that matter, women, if you can find a husband who fears the Lord, that is a great and precious gift to be found. Something that you can truly trust in because you, it says you'll have no lack of gain. Um, and I think that really makes sense when you think about the relationship between a husband and a wife. You know, a husband and a wife, they need to have trust in one another. They need to, need to be able to uh, know that the other person is acting in the best interest of yourself, even when you can't see them or, or keep a constant uh, eye on them. That is why trust is really so foundational to really any relationship, especially that, that intimate relationship between a husband and a wife, is that you can fully trust the other person to uh, work for you. And really when your interests are aligned and when your goals are the same, that's when you can really trust someone more. And that's why you know we always encourage our children so much in, in the school here to marry someone who has the same faith as you do. Uh, marry somebody who prioritizes God the same way that you do. You know, that's really what the first commandment is all about, is fear, love, and trust in God above all things. If you marry someone who does not fear, love, and trust in God above all things, well, then you're going to have very different priorities, aren't you? And you can't really fully trust that person to do what is best in the interest of not just you and yourself, but also your relationship to God as well, because you're not going to have those same goals. Setting goals is important in relationships. What is our purpose? What is our mission? And uh, can I trust you to work towards that goal? And that's what a husband and wife are meant to do. And if you have if you have the same same faith and your same priorities, well, that's going to just work work even better for you. So that's you think back to the Garden of Eden. Think of Adam and Eve. You know, before they fell into sin, their wills and their their purpose were completely aligned. And that's what God wants for us as well, for his children, to have these husband and wife relationships where we are perfectly aligned with one another, where we have that same mind, that same judgment, where we're able to walk together as God would have us walk hand in hand, not have those disagreements, not have those lack of trust and distrust. He wants us to be able to trust one another and to, to be uh, encouraging to one another and build one another up. And that's exactly what uh, what King Lemuel's wife here, or King Lemuel's mother rather, uh, shares with us is an excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. Uh, so we pray that uh, God would bless all of you in your relationships, whatever they may be, and that uh, that uh, all of you who have those excellent wives out there, you truly treasure those wives as more precious than jewels.
Which brings us to our hymn of the day today. Uh, we're we're going to take a look at hymn 624 in the Red Hymnal. O blessed home where man and wife together lead a godly life, by deeds their faith confessing. There many a happy day is spent, there Jesus gladly will consent to tarry with his blessing. If they have given him their heart, the place of honor set apart for him each night and morrow, then he the storms of life will calm, will bring for every wound a balm, and change to joy their sorrow. And if their home be dark and drear, the curse be empty hunger near, all hope within them dying. Let them despair not in distress, lo, Christ is there, the bread to bless, the fragments multiplying. O Lord, we come before thy face, and every home bestow thy grace, on children, father, mother. Relieve their wants, their burdens ease, let them together dwell in peace, and love to one another. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Once again, Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota. For more information about the ongoing activity here, we'd invite you to check out our website, emmanuelmankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.